0: I'm sick and tired of hearing things from uptight, short-sighted,
1: narrow-minded hypocritics. All I want is the truth. Just give me some truth. I've had it hey everyone, welcome to the Truth Only Show podcast. We are back with a new message. And once again, we would like to ask you guys, tell a friend, spread the show around, help us get this message out there. And... The talk today is called The Two Principles, and here to deliver that talk is the host of The Truth Only Show,
0: David Rodriguez. Great to have you here with us today again on another one of our shows where we teach nothing but the truth. You heard the story, right? The song from John Lennon. Well, there it is for you. Nothing but the truth. Well, um... I just want to thank all of you and thank you, Michael, for doing a great job here in your studio. And I mean it's a very great situation that we are now here, totally relaxed. Now we can uh present the the our audience with some really important stuff. And what we do talk about here for you new listeners is human nature. What again, what I've said each and every time, and I'm gonna to continue to say it because uh, I think it's very important. I believe that understanding and learning your true nature is the most important thing that you can learn about yourself. I mean, it, it, it really is. Why? Because when you understand your nature, wow, and, and, and you begin to use your, what I'm talking about your nature is your thinking process, the way your thoughts work and the way life responds to the way you think. That is the most important thing that you can know because now you can begin to create the kind of life, the kind of experiences that you would like to live. I mean, what, better, what else could be any better than that? To learn to think is to learn to live. Every person can bring into his life what he desires if he learns to think correctly simply by knowing the truth, the truth about, as I said, his nature. And the purpose of this show is to teach you about your nature. Few people delve into their true nature. And I can tell you that all the suffering in the world, limitation, poverty, sickness, war, what we call sin, is only erroneous thinking. All of these things, are, all of these things that I mentioned are just after effects of thought. So before we get started with this topic, I want to just ask you one question and give you and for you to think about it. So the question of life is whether there is any other creative power than thought. If there is, where is it and what is it? I'm going to leave you with that question. Okay, now our topic today is two basic principles. OK, there are two basic principles that well, I've always said and you will hear us mention it many times on our show is that there are just a few principles that you can learn about your life and the way thoughts work. There's really just a few basic principles that once you learn them and you grasp them and you take them in and you begin to use them in your favor instead of using them against yourself and creating the experiences that you don't like, you can learn to use these principles in your favor and begin to create the experiences that you do like. Now, the first principle, I can say, is the principle of the affirmative. Okay, the principle of the affirmative. That's The principle of the affirmative is that... Uh, brings everything into existence, that creates all the good experiences, all the good things that there is in life, really, and I mean everything good that is uh, in life, is, has been brought into existence because, because of the affirmative, which really just means affirming something good, speaking something good, talking about the good, thinking about good in your life. That what that does is is it builds the affirmative builds your life. It builds your life up. It 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 brings on good things into your life. It brings uh, uh more joy, it will bring more peace, more happiness, more love, more prosperity. The affirmative will bring all the good that you desire into your life, which I mean You've probably heard it in one sense when people say, Oh, I can, I can do this, and I can, right? Or I am this, I know that I can do this, and I know that this works, and I know I could become this, and I know, I mean, we talked about that uh, a a little last week in that uh, when we talked about the movie, The Ultimate Life. That's a powerful movie because it was a movie about stating the affirmative, the principle of the affirmative. Just going back real quick for you, those of you didn't hear last week, we talked about this guy, this young boy that grew up in a poor family and he just, he didn't want to be poor. He just didn't want to be poor. He didn't like that life. So he said to himself, I'm going to be a billionaire. Well, he continued that affirming that all through his life and as he got older things just began to fall in place for him the people he needed to meet everything that he needed to become a billionaire started to he started drawing those things to him he draw the right people the right situations the right job everything just fell right into place until one day what did he do he became a billionaire and he only had ninth grade education. So that's what we're talking about here. Affirming the the, the principle of the affirmative. That's the first principle. The second principle is you, uh, many of you may be more familiar with, or let's say more in the habit of using. That's the principle of the negative. The principle of the negative is it denies that it has any power of initiative? It denies, in other words, it's 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 thinking that things are difficult, that I can't, that I'm limited, that that uh, I grew up poor, I grew up limited. That's that's the principle of the negative, because the principle of the negative will only bring down something. It cannot be building anything good. So that's the difference between the two. And we have a choice. All of us have a choice. Which world do we want to live in within our own minds? Do we want to live in the world of the affirmative? When you're affirming things and creating new experiences, greater experiences, greater things in your life? When you, when you, you can fall into the habit which habits are are very good habits are very good and uh they can work for you or they can work against you but i i only see habits as good why because i i made a decision years ago to think the affirmative and you'll and I've been amazed at the kind of things that have been, I've been experiencing because I affirm the affirmative. I keep it in my mind that things are great, things are going well, and everything is perfect, and things are falling into place to what my dream, my goal is. Everything's falling into place. So uh, that's the, the affirmative. But the negative, that will never take you anywhere. Worry, worrying, frustration, stress. All of those things, it's just a state of mind or it could be a habit of just, you know, taking on the habit of thinking the negative. That's all. That's all it is. We can break that habit and, and just make the switch. That's why we, we've said on this show that everybody is so close to greatness, they just don't realize it. And I want to mention somebody else that was, uh, that affirmed, was affirming something good. I read a story years years ago about Frank Sinatra, an autobiography about Frank Sinatra because at that time I was into playing guitar and singing. I read his book and what he, what it he claims in that book that since he was a young boy, he started claiming that he was going to be the greatest singer in the world. Well, he continued on. He continued with that thought and he worked hard at at what he was at his trade which was singing, of course, right? So he, he continued on through his, through his entire life, I believe, because he, he remained up there on top for most of all of his life. Yeah, he had a few uh, pitfalls where he fell back, but he turned right around and, and affirmed it again and got right back up again. So, you know something about the story of Frank Sinatra. So, um, remember, the principle of the affirmative to just continue to affirm that you can do it. I can be, and I, I know that everything's going to work in my favor. Okay, now Michael, let's let's get into the discussion on this topic. So
1: the two principles. That's what we're talking about here today. Yeah. The affirmative and the negative. Mm-hmm. And we're kind of going to look at this through the prism of uh Frank Sinatra and what he had accomplished, right?
0: Yeah, accomplished uh quite a bit, you got to admit, you know, when when I when I, I said a minute ago about him uh claim, uh, uh, uh decreeing that he was going to be the greatest singer in the world since since he was a very young was a young boy. He decreed it. And that—that's actually in Scripture. I I can tell you right offhand where it is, but it's in in Scripture. It says, "You will decree a thing, and it will be established unto you." That's—that's what we're really talking about Mm. here: affirming something and sticking to it and working at it, and you—you will establish it.
1: So, and he wasn't, and a lot of people think that, you know, you have to be born into something but he really he wasn't he was a his father was a fireman and his mom was a a mother and like very active in like political organizations and stuff like that yeah you know volunteering and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so he there was no musician there right no (laughs) i mean no professional you know my dad has an inn over here at this thing or anything like that
0: yeah because many people come out with this thing I've heard before. Oh, you got it in your blood. Yeah. I, I mean, I kind of understand what it, what it means. In other words. It helps. It helps because you've been a wrong musician. It helps a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it's not necessary. No, mm-hmm. it's not necessary. But he loved Bing Crosby. Yeah, he lo- Yeah, he loved Bing Crosby. He saw Bing Crosby, I remember, in a movie and, or something. He saw him singing and he loved it. He
1: wanted know? to be just as good as he yeah. was. Right. Um, so he dropped out of school. Early age, 16, he dropped out, mm-hmm. and he started pursuing this career.
0: That No, I'm I just saying is when you decrease something and you get busy working at whatever mm-hmm. it is that you desire to become, things or people will come into your life. Mm-hmm. The right people will come into your life because that's the way life is. Life will draw the people to you uh, uh, for the thing that you are going after. The people will come in, a book will come into your life, or 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 a, a job whatever it is things will f- fall into place on their own you don't really have to figure it mm-hmm. out you just got to keep moving forward 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 and and the the right things that you need will come into your life that's what we're and talking And that's what about. he
1: did that's what he did he would get gigs he would be just playing at bars restaurants wherever he could mm-hmm. and eventually he got on a radio show uh a show I've never heard of but maybe someone has it's uh the hair major bows and his original uh, amateur radio hour yeah, or something I've like never that. Even heard of it, <laughs> well, but. that's probably it cuz it was in the 30s. Right. So. right. <laughs> but uh that he got a little bit of a start there. Yeah. But then that didn't work out and mm-hmm. that was and he just went back to working in restaurants and mm-hmm. bars again. Yeah. And that's there's a couple and this is what you mentioned in your talk that there's several opportunities where other people might have given up.
0: Right. People. But he did not he, he didn't. He didn't. He just kept with this principle of the affirmative. He kept affirming, affirming what he wanted to do and wanted to become. He had it in, my, in his mind. That's what we're telling you. Put it in your mind as uh, a dream. You've heard of this before. A dream. Scripture even says, my people perish for lack of vision. That's a powerful statement because all of that fits into what we're talking about. My people perish for lack of vision. So put it in your mind and and go after it. Keep going after it. And it doesn't matter if you have setbacks because tell tell us about some of the setbacks that Frank Sinatra had. So he had that that first setback, right? That Mm -hmm. he
1: had some minor success on this radio show and then he had to go back. Mm -hmm. But then someone came into his life, an opportunity presented itself, and he joined uh, Tommy Dorsey's band. Right. And he became the lead singer of his band with that great great sacrifice because Tommy Dorsey wanted a third of his earnings for the rest of his life to oh. get into the band.
0: Oh, I and see he, that. I didn't know. And that. he
1: signed the contract. Oh, that's okay. what he was willing to do. Uh-huh. And I'm sure he got out of it eventually, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. but you know, but he was willing to sacrifice. Yeah.
0: That's how bad he wanted it.
1: Another thing he would do to get into, um, other bands, uh, he would, uh, he would buy all of the arrangements of these famous songs. Mm -hmm. And because big bands, they need arrangements, and he owned them. And, you know, it wasn't as easy as going on the internet back then. He had all of these arrangements. So the bands wanted the arrangements. So he said, well, you have to take me in, (laughs) in addition to the arrangements, and I'll give them to you. Yeah. So that's where he got a lot of his jobs in the beginning. But anyways, he was working for Tommy Dorsey, and they got into a movie. Um, a movie called Ships Ahoy in 1942, and uh, that's when he started to get famous, actually uh-huh. famous. And he started to be in uh, a couple, a lot of musicals. They started to put him in musicals, and eventually he worked his way up to working with Benny Goodman. And uh, in night by 1944, he was starting to top the record charts, and uh-huh. he became one of the most requested singers on the radio. Right,
0: and he used to pack the places with. Girls, <laughs>
1: yeah, they were talking about that—that that yeah. he was the original rock star a little bit. Right, bef- he was before pre Beatles, pre Elvis. Right, he had that same kind
0: of uh, mojo going on. Right, the same drawing power mm-hmm. that that they had because he used to pack all the places in with all. The-
1: and that 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 lasted until around the late forties. Mm-hmm. So they're saying in around nineteen forty nine, the beginning of the fifties, his voice was kind of wavering a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um he had an a couple of fair he had an affair with Eva Gardner. Mm-hmm. So there's a little controversy. Yeah. And um he got arrested. That's a f- his famous mugshot he beat up. Yeah. Some reporter was talking about him. Um and uh that was around the time that he lost his record deals. He lost the movie deals. And there was a thought that was the second opportunity where his career might have been over
0: right for, for many others but he didn't give up he kept on with this affirmative ideas just kept on going he didn't stop mm-hmm. and,
1: and what happened was to get him back he wanted to be in this movie and he ended up being in a, he worked really hard to uh, convince the directors to put him in the movie and he mm-hmm. did he won it it was a movie called From Here to Eternity yeah big movie and he won the best supporting Oscar. And right. from there, that it's was, history. He yeah. was now he's huge. He yeah. starts getting into all kinds of movies. His, he has his biggest album, um, Come Fly With Me, sold mm-hmm. 77 million records. Mm-hmm. And basically from there on, he was just you on top. Ultimately famous. In the fifties, yeah. he was huge. In the sixties, he was huge. Yeah. Um, he kept on doing movies. He did uh Man with a Golden Arm was a big one, Manjurian Candidate, and uh he just—huge success. In the 60s, he went to Vegas, started the Rat Pack, and just started performing and yeah. making money. He won 11 Emmys over yeah. his career. And uh, then there was one more. He In 1970, he was on the top, right? Yeah. Uh, he announced his retirement. He, he retired. Mm-hmm. But that didn't <laughs> that didn't last long. No,
0: his dream was still bigger. <laughs> yeah.
1: So in nineteen seventy three he came back and he started performing everywhere and yeah. packed crowds everywhere. Um he they say that he helped get Truman elected. He they say that he helped Ronald Reagan get elected. And Kennedy too. <laughs> and right? Kennedy too. Yeah. He was friends with Kennedy. Yeah. And um and then finally he just kept on performing and he was the icon through all of those years. By that time he was a legend. Right. All the way up to nineteen ninety-three, where he did Frank Sinatra duets, and that became a number one platinum record once again. Yeah. Um fifty years later. Right. <laughs> so he had many opportunities where he could have been like, That's enough, or mm-hmm. or given up.
0: Right. You know. But but he remained with this principle of the affirmative. He just kept affirming something else, affirming something else, and he just kept going and going and going. Mm-hmm. And and I just want to clarify something about Frank Sinatra or anybody that we ever talk about on this show that accomplishes, you know, has some pretty big accomplishments that nobody can know what's going to come in the future. Nobody can know that. There's no way that you know what's going to come in the future. So what does that mean? Don't waste your time trying to figure it out ahead of time. Don't do that. That is a disastrous mistake to get yourself a dream and have this dream to become something or to do or to start a great business or whatever it is that you want to become, the disaster that many people create is that right away they start trying to figure out, well, I'm going to do this and then I'm going to do this and then I'm going to do this and try to make everything work. Well, I, there's a problem with that. You know what it is? You cannot predict the future. So you do not know. You don't even know from one day to the next what's going to happen. So it's not up to you. It is not up to you to be picking and choosing and deciding where you're going. Just keep going forward. Just keep working at your trade. Just keep working at it. Work, work, Mm -hmm. work. Life will draw the people that you need, they will come into your life. You will go one day to a bookstore and the book that you need to read will be right there, right on the shelf. You're going to see it. It'll almost jump out at you. Or you're going to be walking down the street and and somebody will do, do be doing something that's mm. going to help you what you're going to do, Frank, Frank Sinatra's case, uh, a movie will come along that will
1: reinvigorate your career, right? People were calling him washed up in by the, in the forties,
0: right? And so so much after, right? So so it's it's not up to you to because you, no one can predict the future, so don't even bother trying because you. What happens is to a lot of people they try to figure it out. Well, I'm going to do this and this and this and this is going to happen. Well, the the surprise is life will throw something at you. It'll throw a little curve at you. And you wonder, oh, there goes all your de- dream down the drain because your plans didn't work. Don't make it your plan. Just stay affirmative. Just stay affirmative that I know I can and just keep moving forward. Don't b- waste your time trying to figure everything out, every little detail. Forget it. Just move forward. That's what all the people that we ever talk about on this show, that's all they ever do. That's all you have to do. Keep firm in and get away from that other principle of the negative. Don't do n- never deny that what you're doing isn't going to work. Never deny it. And Never. Don't even go there and believe that it's not going to work because I can tell you there's a book that's very powerful when you know the truth about it, which is the Bible. And like I said earlier, it's right there in the Bible. It says it very clearly and it is powerful. It says, you will decree a thing and it will be established unto you. That's a powerful statement. Now, if you can just, they're telling you about the affirmative. So everyone that I've ever analyzed in, in, in all in these years, all of them did the same thing they kept affirming their dream they kept affirming their dream kept moving a, a world champion boxers were affirming it since they were children they became world champions the person in that movie that we told you about he affirmed it as a child and 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 everything as long as you keep moving forward you will achieve your dream so make it big. Don't make a little dream. Well, you can start with a small one, but keep making it bigger and bigger and bigger. And believe me, as long as nothing stops you, as long as you keep affirming it, you will be there one day. That's why I say I'm going to repeat again. Very few people really know how close they are to greatness. And that's the truth. And that's the truth about you.
1: Mm. Well, That's our show for today, and we would like to invite you to come back next week on Sunday morning. A new episode will be out on the Truth Only Show podcast.